Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Hello, my name is Katrina Rees. I'm an area manager at Practice Plan. Joining me for our podcast today is Rebecca Manda, executive coach and founder of Guru Coaching. Rebecca, it's lovely to be speaking with you again. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, it's a pleasure, Katrina. I'm really excited, as always, to be uh, part of your podcasts. Oh, well, we've met a couple of times now and we've spoken about some fascinating topics. And today is yet another. Um, today you're going to talk to our listeners all about imposter phenomenon and, and silencing that inner voice that kind of can hold us back sometimes. So I want to ask you a question um, because I, I know we're talking about imp- imposter phenomenon, but I've never heard of that before. Um, I've heard of imposter syndrome. What, what is the, the difference? Well, a syndrome is a medical condition. Um, so that is why it is a phenomenon. Um, and um, Dr. Terry Simpkin, who I learned a lot from, um, with uh, on this subject, um, screams as is much in, ta- in, uh, in big capitals on her um, social media. It's not a syndrome, and the social media, not social media, but the media have definitely um, taken it and turned it into something uh, very different to actually what the truth of the matter is with imposter phenomenon. Um, people might say, "Oh, I have imposter syndrome," and um, it might mean that sometimes they have moments of self doubt. Out or, um, but imposter phenomenon is quite crippling. Um, it is something that really stops you in your tracks and stops you getting from where you want to get to in life. Um, and it was the, the term was coined um, by Pauline Rose Clance and Suzanne Imms in the 1970s, and they defined it as an intense feeling of phoniness despite intellectual success. Wow. Yes. So the feeling that you're really a fake, you're you're a fraud, despite evidence to the contrary. That, that's quite. Um, it's really interesting listening to this because I, I you know, from my own experience, <laughs> there have been occasions where I think, gosh, I know I'm very capable of this, but there's a little nagging doubt in the back of the mind which you kind of instill in yourself. So. Where, where does this come from? Where does this imposter phenomenon come from in us? Um, where does it come from? It comes from our learned behaviours, um, really, and our lived experiences. So if you have a think about how was difference um, celebrated um, as you grew up, um, was it celebrated? Was it something that was criticised? Was um, p- achieving, being a high achiever, was that celebrated? or um or not what was the language used um to describe your difference um you know i was very tall i was called a giraffe um i was bossy boots um you know lots of nicknames that we get um through school but also as we work through our career and early career experiences can really uh, help, um, well, hinder us um, rather. Um, You know, I I remember being told um, by a female boss 
Um, it's a very large airline where I worked. And um, she said to me, um, she, we were going in for a very challenging meeting. And um, she said to me, Rebecca, when we go in, if you could just be quiet, if you could just sit there and look pretty, that would be great. And comments like that um, really held me back then when I went into a much more male dominated industry um, and uh, often felt um, that imposter feeling, you know, that feeling of being a, a, a phony, a fake. I was the only woman on a board of 40. Um, and so it really, you know, was is why am I here you know it's not it's not normal it's not I don't understand why I'm here um so so yes um I think it comes from those messages and those lived experiences really so so who gets this is it is it something that everybody will possibly get throughout their lives or or not I definitely think anyone can get it I absolutely agree I think um, it's found more um, where you have um, high achievers um, people who really suffer from imposter phenomenon quite often have PhDs they're at the top of their game they really know what they're talking about they have so much evidence um, to to say that they should be feeling really confident and proud of their achievements um, they've worked really hard to get there also, um, when we're in the minority regularly, that might um, point to to imposter phenomenon. Coming back to that um, plausibility factor, how did I get here? How come I'm the only person of colour in my class, um, you know, or a university? Um, I'm the first person in my family to get there or first person from my estate to go to university. How, you know, how peculiar? What did I, there must be something wrong here. Um, so there is that, uh, that feeling, uh, you know, there's an amazing uh, author and poet, Maya Angelou. Um, I'm not sure if you've heard of her. Of course, you had me nodding and, and, and she's an amazing woman. And uh, she, uh, uh, you know, wrote, says that I've written 11 books and each time I release a new one, I think, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be found out. So. Um, so, yes, a myriad of people can uh, can suffer from it. Um, but um, for those people who are high achieving um, and in a minority, that's not to say that a male, a white male wouldn't get it. You know, if they've grown up in a family of women um, they might have it if it's a, a male studying midwifery. He might have it. So you know, it isn't it isn't um, the obvious all the time that suffer from it. So what is the difference then between in, imposter phenomenon and self doubt? Are they not just the same thing? Not really. Self doubt's quite healthy, actually. I think because you know it's what um, makes us prepare for a keynote. Um, it's what makes us be very nervous when we say, "Go on, I'll do it." Um, you know, um, but imposter phenomenon it stops you in your tracks. Um, self doubt is a natural and useful feeling when you're out of your comfort zone or you're trying something new. It keeps you on your game. It gets that adrenaline running. Um, but imposter phenomenon actually would stop you doing that in the first place. I used to work um, with a lady 
um, who'd worked um, for the BBC. And she literally used to go in at uh, her, her career had been working her way up to the top, then leaving just before uh, she thought she might be found out at a certain level and then going back into another organisation at again at the bottom level and working her way back up. So what we see is that um, in our in our workplaces, this crippling phenomenon is stopping many people from achieving what they really deserve. And our industry and our infrastructure relies on people knowing about this so that we can conquer it and have the right people in the top positions. It's such a waste otherwise. So, Rebecca, how can we. If we are an individual who is suffering from this imposter phenomenon and we're we feeling we've got this phoniness and fakeness and we don't shouldn't be in this position, whatever it is that we're doing, how can we overcome all these learned behaviours that we, we've inherited from our lifetime um, to, to get past this? That's a really uh, good question. And I think if your listeners listen to the um, confidence podcast, there'll be lots of tips in there because it is about building confidence and self-awareness. But also, if you um, take the phrase that you think you hear a lot, so it might be I'm not qualified enough, uh, for example, um, or um, I'm not as good as everybody else. If you take that phrase and flip it to I am qualified enough or um, I am as good as everybody else and then look for the evidence. It's really important that you look for the evidence. It's not good enough to just say, no, think positively. I am good enough. Yay. It doesn't work like that. You know that when people have told you you're amazing, you don't believe them. You need to think of the evidence. Where's the evidence? So write it down. That really helps our cognition uh, stick as well. So write down the reasons um, that the opposite is true. Also, find a mentor or a coach. They will give you unbiased advice and direction and they will have your best interests at heart. Um, always ask for both levels of feedback, positive or developmental, so you're getting a balanced view. But try and get a mentor, even if it's someone who works in the same practice as you, the same organisation. Just say, can, I, can we have a coffee regularly? It might be an opposite, you know, someone in a different organisation. Just a peer that can give you um, some uh, some advice and support and then stay in your own lane um, is my key advice. There's many, many people around. Oscar Wilde said, be yourself. Everybody else is already taken. And I love that phrase. Um, You know, we are who we're meant to be. We weren't designed. Mistakes weren't made. We just need to stay in our own lane, because, as you know, when you're running uh, the race, if you look behind you, you slow down. It impacts your performances. Stay focused on your own goals. Um, And then, um, as I mentioned, keep a diary of your achievements and your contributions um, and such as the positive attitude log that we have on our website. This is an absolutely fascinating topic. It's very, very interesting. Um, if the audience and our listeners want to find out any, any more information, where can they go, Rebecca? So I would really direct them to um, Terry Simpkin, Dr. Terry Simpkin. I learned so much from her. Um, her website is Braver, Stronger, Smarter. And if you think that you would benefit from learning more about this, I definitely recommend um talking to Dr. Terry. Um, 
There's also um, bounceforward.online where there's a, a program that you can download, an online program, and part of that covers um, imposter phenomenon. It also covers um, our negative self-talk um, and and uh, many of the things that we talked about on the podcasts um, uh, today. So yes, I think, um, and also, sorry, Guru Coach, because then you can download the PAL, uh, your positive attitude log. So go to gurucoach.com for that. That's fantastic. Well, Rebecca, as always, it's been fascinating talking to you and listening to all your advice and expertise. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, That's Rebecca Manda, uh, executive coach and founder of Guru You Coaching. Thank you very much. Thank you, Katrina. It's been lovely talking to you.